Hey, Johnny, I see you met up with David Henderson and Toby Lewis at MetaLink Capital. Do I say that right? Is it MetaLink because I'm an American? Or is it MetaLink because they're across the they're across my pond, right? Well, but yeah, they're MetaLink the Capital? Well, they're MetaLink, MetaLink Capital. And as you say, delighted today. Um, David, Toby, thanks for uh, coming on the show. And um, you've written an article, Managing Digital Assets, Opportunities and Challenges. So, um, you know, come on, the markets have been awful. Here we are, beginning of October. Equities are collapsing, bonds are collapsing. Um, you know, is this the right time? You know, what, 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 what's going on? What, what encouraged you to write the article? Well, well, Johnny, obviously, um, we're, we're major um, sort of long-term bulls on, on the crypto and digital asset space. So I think sort of just looking historically, um, both, both Bitcoin, Ethereum, and many other digital assets have been some of the, the best returning assets or investments possible in the last taking a sort of 12-year view. Um, however, obviously, uh, at the same time, uh, crypto has been going through its own unraveling as, 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 but, but I think in, in a macroeconomic backdrop where you have supposedly some of the safest assets of the world, such as gilt being hammered by 45% or so. Um, it, I think, I think people are almost going, well, you, you, for, for diversification and risk, we would argue the intelligent investor should be thinking pretty hard about allocating to digital assets. Toby, I, you're, you know, you're, you're so right. I, as you know, I've been involved in financial services sector since the um, mid 80s. And I can absolute guarantee you that if you went and talked to a pensioner trustee, uh, they would be telling you that their low risk, cautious asset allocation is going to have 20, 30, 40 percent in fixed interest, i.e. gilts. And, and they, for some reason, think that's a low risk investment. Yet in a period of rising interest rates, which we now find ourselves in, you're absolutely right again. You know, you're seeing the value of gilts fall substantially. But but come on cryptos are pretty volatile so is there is there so is it about diversification that is that that is that why you're so, so keen on it well i, th- I think it's, it's more than that right like it's, it's a transformative technology which generally has uh w- will outperform right like like i'm sort of a a big believer in in decentralization and that as a means of how we interact and how we trade, if you think about it. So the the it, in a spectre at the moment, we're seeing a lot of concern around the balance sheets of once venerable institutions like uh, Credit Suisse and Deutsche Bank and, and, and many other major banks. Um, and I think sort of if you look at the history of crypto, right, the, the Bitcoin white paper, was written in 2009 in the aftermath of the financial crisis. And in my lifetime, it feels like we're at the nearest point to that again, right? And at the same time, there's just this huge groundswell of people who are living full-time committed to the various different cryptocurrencies for lots of different reasons. And, and purely just because they're bringing new functionality to money okay david in your in your article you you talk about there's different types of digital assets do you you mind just walking us through 
how, how you see these different types and what are, what are they what are they and how how they typically used sure uh, thanks johnny um yeah the um the first and most well known one i think would be a, a store of value or medium of exchange um and and we would take the view that you've kind of got this already from bitcoin and ethereum just with those returns over several years um but the the extreme volatility in almost all crypto uh invalidates this as a you know as a for some people um as a valid definition for for these assets uh but they still they still over time hold um hold value in in our view as they you know the returns show um i think we we put that in the article you can see the chart and the returns are spectacular um if the negative returns are also spectacular, but over time it, it does balance out. Um, if we then move to stable coins, you know, we have to leave aside the ones which have been unstabled. Let's just make up a word there. Um, that they that this is depegged. Yes, they've been unstabled by the market, which you know is going to happen. To, has happened to other institutions and uh, other things during a crisis. Um, it's the weakest link which gets broken. Um, but those stable coins, an essential part of any strategy, for allowing um, investors to move in and out extremely quickly and inexpensively into a, a, a more or less safe haven. Um, another asset quickly, another asset uh, category would be NFTs, which um, you know are non-fungible tokens and are a really interesting, unique thing. Instead of being like money, where one pound or one dollar is the same as any other dollar, the NFTs are are unique. Um, and lots of different things these can be tied to. And, and we're excited about it from membership point of view, entry to, to um, organizations, certificates of completion, as well as all the art purposes that you've seen with the board apes and all the other things. But they are, they are an investment um, in their own terms if you understand the collection and, and how to deal with it. Um, well, and I think David, we, that's really important yeah. because they, they, they potentially are very uncorrelated with normal traditional equities, bonds, property, commodities, the, these non-fungible tokens then. Well, yeah, I, I think one of the debates Toby and I always had during the bull market of NFTs and crypto in general was, what does a liquidity crisis look like in the NFT market? And rather than you being able to sell your token um, along with everyone else's token at the same time rushing for the door, it's more like, I think, um, it's more like a housing market where basically you just can't sell your house. So nothing happens. You get to stay in it unless yeah. you've borrowed money to buy it. You just sit there and you can't get rid of it. But they're um, very interesting as a concept and a completely different way of of speculating. Um, yeah, uh, I, I I often uh, joke with David that that um, uh, um, uh, sort of the, the philosophy we've always tried to look at NFTs as is a a way to leverage your Ethereum essentially. So so, so sort of the the. Uh, uh, begin compounding Ethereum. And as, as as leverage also goes both ways, Johnny, as you well know, as a financial market practitioner. So, so uh, David's pointed out to me that it can also mean that you end up with a lot less Ethereum than, than 
a lot more Ethereum by playing around with these things. But but I do I do yes. think that they're pretty interesting in a standalone way. And and from what you say, like I guess the whole MetaLink philosophy is we're we're looking for assets that that are uncorrelated in different ways. And, and I think that's where NFTs sit in a very nice part of the portfolio because ironically when when the price of ethereum goes down your uh, your nfts become more liquid so it's a because because nfts are people are sort of thinking in dollars over nfts but they're being priced in ethereum so you actually end up being given liquidity at just the moment the market's dropping so i, I think there's a very interesting element uh, that that nfts and altcoins as well play in in a in a diversified um, DeFi and crypto portfolio. Okay, and I, I wanted to come on to that point in terms of um, you know if I'm if I'm being cynical, why why do I need someone else to look after my sort of crypto exposure? Because I could just buy Bitcoin and Ethereum, and they account for over fifty two percent of the current capitalization of of cryptocurrencies that are out there. So, so where, why, why do I need a professional fund manager to, um, you know, do I need to get involved in this yield farming stuff and staking and DeFi in general? It, it all sounds frightfully complicated. What, what where's, where's the value well, add, you reckon, guys? Well, the first thing I'd say is, 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 um, is my my experience, and we've had people uh, work with us in the past and give us money. And then they have gone and invested Bitcoin and Ethereum themselves. And it is a white knuckle ride. I can tell you that much. So, so, um, and sort of, I'd have these people bringing me up at Bitcoin 60K and going, should I buy more? Should I sell more? And like, well, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, 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 and invariably people end up buying, uh, buying the peaks and, and selling the dips, which is, as you know, uh, disastrous uh, uh, investment strategy. So I think that the um, and then wh- where we look to do uh, use various different elements uh, of of a crypto portfolio with the stated goal of basically outperforming Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, so, so I think you're a hundred percent right that it is a valid strategy just to buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. But I think there's almost those are mature assets. That, that by definition won't do as well as the new assets and you're not leveraging the full capability of, of the likes of DeFi and the stable coins as well and, and, and mapping out where you can get um, returns that go that, that can be made in all markets effectively. Right. Yeah, I think, I think, sorry, I would just add to that that, you know, the, as they say, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Um, getting into Bitcoin now, ten, you, you, you've, you've, you know, to a certain extent missed the initial um, huge gains, which were made like VC style gains. Um, so you really have to look to newer tokens to get any of those kind of returns. You're yeah. unlikely to see that on, v, on on Bitcoin because all the big boys are already there and have already stocked up, as you can find on any website of institutional ownership. Okay, so it's it's, it's trying to find that. The new opportunities that are using a similar technology, using cryptographic technology, using blockchains. It's mm. so the, the base technology is the same, but they're being going to be used in a different way. Um, and, and that's what you're trying to identify and spot. And, and to be fair, 
you, you you've been you've been it's not like you're new to this area you've been very modest guys i know i've known you both for a number of years and you've been doing analysis and studying um through your research company for a number of years these these different topics so what you're trying to do is i suppose bring that knowledge and experience into creating something where people can have a access to your knowledge and then management on an ongoing basis i suppose Yes, no, 100%. So we we uh, set up a leading analytics company in the field called Novum Insights. We've been tracking data on all sorts of decentralized exchanges from Uniswap to SushiSwap to uh, the the sort of major outs and, and their, their kind of performance. Uh, and so the, the, the Novum Insights analytics firm is in it provides research to the fund metal and capital and and we're we we think this provides us a significant edge not only in terms of um just having um like seven years of data-driven intelligence uh but also because we are we're pretty deeply embedded in 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 the wider crypto um DeFi world and and have seen a lot of things before and seen seen groups uh come up from meeting the founder to when they're running a 10 billion dollar protocol and 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 many of those and and we've we've on our we've previously also backed things like uh, various unicorns in the bitcoin mining uh field as well um so we're 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 pretty convinced we we can provide uh regular consistent interesting returns okay brilliant james i i know we're cracking on with time any any particular thought that springs to mind while you've been sitting listening to us yickety yak on i'm just curious as to are they looking to act because it's a fund are you interested more so in acting as oversight or regulatory enforcers in a decentralized matter great question um so I, I think I think we're we're really just providing an easy way um, for people to participate in in DeFi and crypto who who aren't spending all day every day looking at how to participate in a DAO or or interact with Uniswap or this host of read contracts. All these things are. Uh, Need a, a much greater level of sophistication than than many many people who would love to be participants in in this new economy uh, want right um, and I think I think the key is is we're we're aiming to provide them access and and a way for them to to sort of uh, feel the temperature of of this field without needing to be um a developer or a uh, a frontier um sort of investor um themselves right so so it's it, and and i think we 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 see that there's huge demand from people just to go look i i i love this crypto thing i love what it's like but they want people who can help them uh be navigated through that space so you're opening the door proactively for the normal people of the world. A hundred percent. And and the good thing is, is we've been backed by deeply experienced crypto professionals as well. So I'd say what what we are 
because even they recognize they can't uh, keep pace on everything, right? Like, like this week it's Solana, next week it's some niche blockchain like Stats, um, Chainlink, and how it's tying up. Uh, many, many crypto enthusiasts don't have much, much time to go beyond what's going on in, in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And even then, uh, the, the level of understanding that you need to understand uh, what's been going on with, say, the Ethereum merge is, 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 is pretty hard, even for seasoned people who've been deeply exposed to crypto. So I think, I think that there's just a recognition that specialism can help you do better in, in, in navigating crypto. You see why I get all hyped up, Johnny? This is one of those value <laughs> add ones. This isn't a board eight. Yeah. <laughs> These are the guardians I, of the galaxy in the crypto world. Yeah. Just, I, just one point that I'd, I'd like to sort of, um, I suppose I, I'd like to add to that, Toby. And I know we've spoken about this before. And, and that is, I, I see there's a lot of correlation between crypto and smaller company investing. And many, many institutions get their exposure to smaller companies through specialist smaller company funds. Um, and, you know, I think increasingly we're going to see more and more crypto funds giving specialist exposure to this specialist area. So, you know, I, I, without a doubt, the tr this is the way the trends are going to go. But it's um, no, re really interesting. Thank you for coming on the show. And we will definitely get you back um, in, in, you know, in a few months time and see, you know, what, what have you found to be some of the, the, the challenges, what, what some of the some of the good things about sort of managing the portfolio. But um, good good luck. And um, as I say, if anyone would like to um, get hold of you, what's the best way, David or Toby? How do how do they best get hold of you on LinkedIn or website? If you can perhaps just let let the listeners know. I think it's on uh, on LinkedIn is fine. Or there's info at Novum Insights, or there's even a MetalinkCapital.com uh, website if you want to get in touch on that side. Brilliant. So it's metalinkcapital.com? Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Toby, David, thank you very much. James, that's an, another another show. Thank you very much for everything you've done. And um, we'll be back on the airwave soon. Always thank a pleasure, much. Johnny. Thanks, James. Yeah. And you too, James.